are so sleazy. You think that you can do anything you want and then lie about it, and we just have to take it. Because what are we? Just a bunch of kids. Well, not this time. From now on, we're doing this our way. No lying, no cheating, fair is fair. All right. That's what you owe, and we're not turning ourselves in until we get it. Fair is fair. We didn't start this. We didn't mean it to happen, but we're not giving up till you pay. Fair is fair. Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again. Um, still 80 degrees here. 85 degrees to be exact. Is it ever going to fucking be fall? Will it ever actually change a fucking season in this goddamn place? I don't think so. Uh, if you guys like that clip at the beginning, uh, hopefully you remembered it if you're old enough. If you're an old dirtbag like me, um, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking classic, classic movie. The Legend of Billie Jean. Uh, I don't know what her name was. Helen Slater, I think. And then Christian Slater was in it as well. If you guys watched that movie, I think it was 84, 85. I think I probably got my first boner uh, at that time from her before she cut her hair. Uh, fair is fair. It was kind of like the Me Too movement of, of 35 years ago. Uh, it, it, she was fucking, she was rocking. You got, uh, was it Pat Benatar? Uh, invincible. Is that Pat Benatar? Um, I think it's Pat Benatar. But yeah, Billie Jean. I think yeah, probably my first Woody. Uh, when I didn't exactly know what it was. Uh, not really exactly Halloween esque. But there was, I think there was some Halloween shit going on, wasn't there? Was it the Sunrise Mall? Where, where did they go? I can't remember. I gotta watch the movie again. But I was thinking about that a lot um, over the last couple of days while I'm watching just horrible, horrible, fantastic, like I did last time, 80s horror movies. Um, anyways, great, great memory back then. And, you know, I'm trying to cover all my memories of, of Halloween lately to see exactly if this year is going to be any different, and I think it's going to be wildly different, I'm not sure if... Uh, we don't know yet. We just don't know. I, I don't know what the fucking regulations are. Are people going to be handing out candy? Uh, are lights going to be on? I don't know. I just don't know. So uh, it'll be an interesting uh, dynamic, I think, of this holiday season coming up. And we'll, we'll get there, hopefully. And it'll be back to regular kids being out in the fucking street in the world uh um and, and actually having fun <clears throat> excuse me um because that's what i want for my kids to have them have an experience uh to remember halloween to remember thanksgiving to remember christmas uh and like i said before i'm taking my daughter out my son he's too cool for school um he's doing shitty in school now but he's he doesn't want to go trick or treating unless he's with his friends. I'm like, well, you don't get candy, motherfucker. You, no candy. Uh, but he is going to take his sister out, go around the block a few times in our fucking uh, privileged suburbs that we have here, and hopefully it'll be some semblance of normalcy for Halloween. If you guys remember Halloween, and I grew up in, on fucking dirt roads, I had sheep farms across from me, fucking horses and cows, uh, chicken shit aroma town 
Uh, and, you know, we would just have pockets of kids just going down these dark, isolated streets with our fucking pillowcases and collecting candy. And it was fantastic. And I just remember those memories so well. And it, it was just a time, man. It was just so fun. Um, you, you would know the houses that had the full Snickers bar. You would, have, you would know the, the chintzy fucking houses. You know the people who would leave just a bowl out. And some uh, assholes would just steal the entire bowl of candy. That's going to happen. Is that going to be this year? I don't know. I don't live on dirt roads anymore. I wish I did. Uh, but even on these isolated dirt roads throughout the country, are people still trick-or-treating? Or are we now just like fucking I Am Legend uh, just locking ourselves in because the vampires will attack eventually? And not the fucking Will Smith version of I Am Legend. Uh, that was not really exactly what the book was detailing. Uh, was it Matheson? Roger? Rupert? Rick? Matheson, what the fuck's the guy? I can't remember the author's name of I Am Legend. But Will Smith's character was definitely not him. Uh, but uh, whatever. The movie was the movie. Uh, but we will maybe have those weird vampires coming to infiltrate our neighborhoods to get candy. And I'll be out there with my Halloween music playing with some maybe Hellraiser. Maybe I'll put some Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, whatever DVDs I have, or maybe I'll find some shit on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, uh, and I'll put that on the big TV screen, and we can hear the sounds of the the eeriness of Halloween, what, what, which it should be. And uh, am I going to scare kids this year? Probably not. Um, but maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe fair is fair. Go back to fucking Legend of Billie Jean. They're coming to get candy. I scare you. Fair is fair. All right? Me too. Me too movement, 1984. Um, what was I going to go? Trick or treating. Haunted houses. Um, I remember those memories, of course, of the neighborhood haunted houses. Uh, earliest memory, though, I had of Halloween is when I believe my brother was a scarecrow. Can't remember what my cousin was. I think we, I don't know what was going on. Uh, I, I, I probably was five or six years old. So this is like 83, 84 before fucking Billy Jean gave me a fucking Woody. Which I, if I was in the bath with my brother and my cousin, which I was, and there's a picture of me in there with blackface, not racist blackface. I said my brother was a scarecrow, right? I was a crow. So back then in 1983, 1984, I don't think my parents, my mom in particular, because I don't think my dad celebrates anything, but my mom probably said, hey, Gabe's going to be a scarecrow. Your older brother's a scarecrow. How about you be a crow? And it sounded okay, probably, to me, in my six-year-old brain. But then she dressed me up in blackface, and she wanted me to wear a putty nose, like a, like a crow nose, a beak. Fucking, not a, a nose, a fucking beak. She had a putty beak for me, and I would not wear it. I would not wear it. I threw a tantrum, I believe. I was not happy. And you, still, you could see this fucking Polaroid picture of me, my cousin, and my brother all in a fucking bathtub together. How creepy that might seem. And I'm just looking like a wretch. I look the, like the most depressed person in the world, which makes sense now, uh, 35 years later. But I, I, I just don't want to be there. And I, my face is just black with a little white 
fucking Jew nose before it got Jewy, right? It just had a nice button nose back then before fucking the 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 goddamn shark fins started coming out of my face. But I was a cute kid, bangs, uh, sort of uh, blondish brown hair, right? Uh, the fucking kind of bowl cut to a certain extent, longer on the sides, hiding my fucking crinkle cut ears. You know, my mom probably did that right. Like my my son's a freak with his ears, so we might might as well cover them with his hair because his hair is pretty nice. And I still have a nice full head head of hair. It's not graying as much as I thought it would be. My beard is, but I still have a nice thick head of hair. So all you bald cunts out there, look at me, and and look at how handsome I am. But back then, without the crow nose i look just like a black fate i look i i look like a 1930s disney character um if you guys know what i mean without the white makeup around the eyes without the big lips um that's that's what i look like in the bathtub so for whatever reason i wasn't very happy of being a crow um and that i think that is my earliest memory of halloween before that i don't know exactly i don't exactly remember what else i dressed up as there was years where we would go down uh, in San Diego. We would go from our rural, like I said, fucking uh, uh, dirt road town. And we would go down to my cousin's. And he lived kind of in the suburban area of San Diego, uh, Claremont. And we would house, house after house after house after house. And within, within an hour, you can hit 60 houses. I mean, it's just one after the other. In our town, we would have lots of acres between houses. So you might hit five, six, seven houses, but then you might have to walk a half a mile in the dark in the fucking ditch, ditches of the fucking sheep shit farm and, and find another house. But in Claremont, in sort of uh, uh, middle San Diego, you could just hit as many places as you can. You get shitloads of candy. I remember I was a ninja that year, I think. Um, I think I might have been Alf one year. Remember Alf? Alien life form? I fucking loved Alf as a kid. Um, he ate cats, or he wanted to eat a cat. Right? Was it a cat or a fish? No, I think he wanted to eat cats. I had a Alf shirt in high school that I wore to high school. And people made fun of me for it. But I didn't care. I loved, I loved Alf. But I remember going to a haunted house years ago. I was wearing my elf mask, and then some freaky lady working at the fucking haunted house comes up to me. Elf? Elf? Are you elf? And, you know, back then, she seemed like a creepy lady, but I know she was just doing her job. So that was another time I had when I was a youth. And, you know, Halloween's kind of, of course, go on and on and on. Um, you, got, you, you have memories. You remember those times. Uh, some of them were good. Some of them are bad. Um, not as bad as, as New Year's Eve. Those are always fucking terrible. But Halloween has always kind of been, you know, hit and miss over the last five or six years. Um, best job I've ever had. So going back to my 40 jobs that I've had and, and counting, the ticker's going up. Uh, I worked at a haunted house in downtown San Diego, I believe in 2002 or 2003. I was about to move to Humboldt. I got accepted to the college there. I was going to be a fucking uh, ranger, park ranger, studying wildlife. But I got a job. I was working at Home Depot at the time. And maybe 30, 35 hours a week. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to work at a haunted house. And when I worked at the haunted house, it was fucking, it was glorious. The best job I've ever had. I was probably making eight fifty an hour back then, minimum wage, whatever it was. And there was a guy who, you know, set up uh, fucking haunted hotels. 
haunted uh, um, other haunted paths through Balboa Park, I think. So he was a guy who probably made most of his money within three to four months. And I got a job as just a an actor. Uh, and I would work from, you know, six o'clock till one o'clock in the morning. And what I'd do is scare people. And it was fantastic. Again, the best job I think I've ever had was working at a haunted house. If I could do that year round, I would never complain about work. I wouldn't complain about fucking 401ks. I wouldn't complain about uh, dental insurance or health insurance. I would just be happy because I could scare people for a living. And I did for a little while. I was a killer clown from outer space quite a bit. Um, I think I was something from Hellraiser, I believe. I can't remember exactly what the room was. But the room, the ho- the haunted hotel was all, it was all separated into different uh, um movies movie uh uh, sets to a certain extent right so you would have the um house on haunted hill or some shit uh then you would have the freddy krueger room then you would have uh the friday the 13th room uh um then you would have um killer clowns from outer space room and you would have puppet master i think was another one so i would be all of these people and the best one was the killer clowns from outer space but the worst one was puppet master room I remember I was a puppet master and I had this creepy puppet mask on and I was acting like I was just a puppet. I think I can't remember exactly. I was sitting on like a bike seat and it looked like I was suspended like a marionette to a certain extent from the ceiling. But I remember that bike seat gave me hemorrhoids. I remember I sat on this fucking thin, probably Schwinn uh, uh, bike seat that wasn't very well insulated, cushiony, whatever you want to call it. And I think I got a big giant fucking fat hemorrhoid on my asshole from sitting on this bike for so like maybe seven hour shift just sitting on the bike going acting like a fucking marionette and all of a sudden people were walking past and i would i would give them a little i would give them a little jolt i would come towards them so it looked like i was a fake person and then i'd come towards them but the best one by far was killer clowns from outer space and i I would have a big i would have a, a, a get up a polka dot fucking jumpsuit and I would have a clown mask. Creepy, creepy clown mask. And nobody likes clowns. And then the calliope uh, music would be happening. And I would just stand in the corner. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to stand in the corner and act like I'm fake. And I remember I had Chuck Taylors on and a jumpsuit and a mask. And you couldn't really tell if I was real or not. And you can see people walking around the corner, but they go, they get scared right when they see me standing there. They're like, oh, he's fake. He's fake. Okay, he's fake. Woo! And then I would give him a little fucking spook. And that would send them going, Wah! that would send them through shockwaves. And I remember doing it to really uh, large men. Uh, uh, and, you know, the, like football player types, black, white, brown, blue, whatever they were. It doesn't matter. Those were the biggest pussies I've ever seen. The big uh, kind of frat looking dudes. With their fucking uh, Britney Spears looking girlfriend back then. And walking through and then, oh, he's fake, he's fake. And then I would go, woo! And they'd be, ah! They would, they would fucking shriek like a, a, like a, a fucking nun in heat. Um, and, and that was fun. One time, I do remember, I followed a chick. Because, is that is that PC? Fair is fair. I followed a girl, a woman. Um, who's probably dead now of a heroin o- overdose. But uh, I followed her through the the maze because she was so afraid of clowns. 
And her friend said, oh, shit, here's the clown room. And she said, nope, nope, not doing it. She wouldn't look at me. She would not even look at the room. She was covering her ears. She had her face buried into her friend's back while they were kind of going through the maze. And I'm like, this is my ticket. This is my night. This is what I'm going to do. This is my job. All right? This is my job. I'm a killer clown from outer space making eight fifty an hour in downtown San Diego in 2002. And I'm going to fucking live it up now. So what I did, I didn't just let her go. Like, oh, poor, poor lass. Poor little girl. She's scared of clown. No, 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 no. I followed her. And what I did is I kept following her and kept following her. And there was a, I had some secret doors I can go into and kind of scare them through other rooms. So I was able, I was able to cut them off to a certain extent. I was able to go into a little room, jump through a little window and kind of scare them through another room. And that's what my plan was. So I was perched up on this little windowsill and I could feel, I could hear them coming around the bend. And what I did, and I did this a lot, but it was the greatest thing I did on this night was I jumped about 10, 12 feet, a, a fucking long distance, distance clown jumper. And I jumped and blah, I scared him right in front of the group. And she said, blah, she freaked out and she started running. And when she started running, I chased her. And all the friends are laughing, freaking out, uh, screaming. She's crying. And I just kept chasing her, kept chasing her. And there's chainsaws in the next room over. So you could hear those. You could hear those revving up, whatever the room was. I think it was, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was Friday the 13th room. Um, you could hear the chainsaws uh, starting up. And I just kept jogging after her. She said, nah! and she was freaking out. And what did this bitch do? She turned around and hit me right in the face. Well, I had a mask on. She just punched me. She turned around, said, stop fucking following me. And she punched me in the face. So I got me too that night for being a clown, a creepy clown on Halloween. Um, and I said, you fucking bitch. After she hit me, you know, I was mad. She hit me in the face and she just kept going. And I had to go back to my corner. I had to do the whole act over again. And it was glorious, stupendous, a fantastic job. But you should never hit a clown. Never hit a clown who is trying to do his or her job, right? Because clowns are all-inclusive. You could be a he, you could be a she, you could be a sheep, uh, you could be a, a muskrat. Whatever you are, as long as you're wearing a fucking clown mask and a costume and a fucking polka dot onesie, you are now a clown. You're doing your job, all right? So respect that, people. If you're going to a haunted house this year, I don't know if they're having them. I don't think they're having them in California. Maybe they are. I'm not sure. But be respectful of your of your fellow man and know that this clown is fake. All right? It's a fake clown. It's not a real clown. They're not going to get you. So stop being such a pussy. Don't hit people who work at haunted houses. They're just doing their job for a minimum wage. And back then, I think I made like 30 bucks a night. All right? And it was well, well, well worth it. Yeah, hold on, shit. Fuck, God, fucking. All right, sorry, sorry about that. Um, got caught off guard a little bit. Oh, okay. So yes, great job. Um, working at a fucking um, haunted house. Great. I don't think I'll ever get that back. Time just keeps going and going and going and fucking peeling away, and it, it, it you'll never get those times back. And I'm glad I had that experience. Great experience. Although one time, one night, I wore uh, someone else's leather jacket 
And the guy before me, who was also this creature, I think it was the fucking Hellraiser room. And he had like body bags, kind of body bag looking things hanging from the ceiling. Uh, he had to go through like a fucking black garbage bag. I don't know. I can't remember the fucking room. Strobe lights. I remember that shit. I, that's probably why I am the way I am today. Because I probably had like 19 aneurysms during this fucking, uh, when I was in this room. But whoever the fucking smelly ass asshole uh, who gave me his jacket is fucking B.O. ridden. Uh, riddled? Ridden? Uh, but this fucking jacket I put on is like, oh my god, it's fucking smelled like the worst B.O. possible. And we, we all knew people growing up, and maybe you know one now. Maybe you sleep next to them. Maybe you fuck them uh, 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 every Tuesday at 9.30 at night while the kids are asleep. But... You know these people who have horrible, horrible body odor. And this guy who gave me his leather jacket, it was like a trench coat leather jacket, and I had no shirt on. I had some mask on. I can't remember exactly. Fucking horrible BO. And I remember people going through there like, whoa, it stinks in here. I'm like, yeah, fuck, that's me. That's not me, though. It's my jacket. My sweat has always been pure and angelic. And you could, you could bathe in it. You could take my sweat from the pores of my armpit from the nape of my neck, and you could you could bathe, you could wash your face with it, and you'll have better, clearer skin because of it. But back in that fucking trench coat, it was horrific, right? And that wasn't me. I'm like, ah, man, I'm I'm, I'm supposed to be a creepy fucking Hellraiser person. That's not my bo, man. But you know, it added to the layers of the fun. It added to the layers of the scare tactic. So you don't have to be just scary. You could also be smelly. All right. So that was that was great. Great job, great job. Um, another Halloween I really remember. And this is all be- leading up to something, all right? This is all going somewhere. So if you just stick with me, just wait it out, it will eventually get somewhere, all right? Like all my podcasts do, like all my rants and all my loving words will eventually get to a pinpoint, a pinnacle, a fucking top of Mount Everest, uh, 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 what am I looking for? I don't know. Uh, uh, poignant. A poignant uh, uh, idea. A poignant uh, realm. All right? But another Halloween I fully remember is one in Arkansas. And I was going to grad school out there. I took my uh, baby boy with me out there and my wife. So we were living out there maybe a year or two. I can't exactly remember. Maybe it was 2007 or 8. And I had a Halloween party at my house. And you got to picture this house. It was about 15 miles from campus in Fayetteville, Arkansas. In the middle of, not nowhere, but off a a very uh, low access road. Kind of just like a a byway from the main, not main highway, just another sort of uh, outskirt little highway. All right, away from uh, uh, the hub, uh, humdrum, hubbub, hubbubaloo, uh, bubble loop, bubble loop, boba tea. What the fuck do you call it? Bubble loop, bubble baloo, um, hullabaloo. Fucking, is that a character from fucking, um, what, what's a Rudyard Kipling book? The fucking Jungle Book. Bubble baloo, hullabaloo. Um, is that the bear or the jaguar? Ah, fuck, I can't remember. Um, but we're, we're away from Fayetteville. Uh, to us, uh, well enough away to have people complain about uh, where the fuck is this house? 
And this is pre-Google uh, Maps. This is pre, um, I, I think we had MapQuest maybe if people had fancy phones back in 2007, 2008, uh, whatever it was. Anyways, so we had a party out there and it was a, it was a Halloween party. And I dressed up like Teen Wolf. And we had about maybe 30 to 40 people that came out to our house. My son, he was uh, the fucking turtle from uh, uh, Finding Nemo. The the baby turtle, kid turtle. I can't remember his name. Dude or dudette. Um, my wife was a cat. Like she fucking, that's, that's her default. She's just a cat. Easy to put ears on. Easy to put a tail on. Easy to fucking streak some whiskers on. Boom, she's a cat. What I was going to be, and what I was was Teen Wolf. And this might, wasn't the best costume I ever was. The best costume I ever was, was Beetlejuice. And I dressed up like Beetlejuice in probably 2000, shit. That was before kids. That had to be 2003 or four. I dressed up like Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton's character was a plaid uh, uh, shirt on with khakis. He was he was trying to act like he was uh, Alec Baldwin. That was the best costume I ever was by far. I won a fucking Halloween contest, a costume contest down in Ocean Beach in San Diego uh, at, at, at fucking stranger's house. I uh, won 80 bucks or whatever it was. My friends left me. Uh, my brother took off. I, had, I was walking down the freeway at one in the morning had no clue where I'm going and a fucking taxi had to pick me up at one o'clock in the morning on the fucking freeway And he picked me up. He said you want to ride? I'm like I'm Beetlejuice. Fuck. Yeah, you got to say my name three times though so this uh, uh, Afghani guy uh, or Middle Eastern guy he didn't say my name three times But I got into a cab and of course he charged me for it But I, I was able to get I had my 80 bucks in my pocket fucking burning a hole in my pocket from winning a goddamn fucking Halloween contest in Ocean Beach, California uh, uh, San Diego, not 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 San Francisco, and I was able to get home, whatever home was. I think it was my brother's apartment that night. Somehow, somehow I made it. That was a great costume. Another great costume though was in Arkansas, like I mentioned, Teen Wolf. All right. So I had the fucking headband. I had the wig. I had the I glued hair to my face because I didn't have a burly beard at that point. I was I wanted to look a little bit more wolfish. Uh, I had the fucking uh, not blackface like the crow when I was sitting in the bathtub naked with my cousin and my brother in 1983 or four, but I had brown face and I looked like Teen Wolf. I didn't look exactly like Michael J. Fox, but good enough. Uh, I wore a pair of my wife's jeans back then. Uh, I would I, I pulled them on uh, as as best as I could and they were tight and I had some sort of a, a Blazer not blazer like a jumpsuit or like a fucking track track sweater track suit sweater, whatever it was anyways uh, Great great costume people were laughing at me. Of course a great time my son went to sleep early He was two years old somehow. He was able to sleep through the night, but the kicker of that party was that my wife's father and his wife, right? So my wife's father and her mother-in-law, they somehow, even though they lived in fucking San Diego, they somehow found us in Arkansas. And they had a streak of this for a little while. Like every couple of years we would move, the three or four years, they would find us. They would come visit, uh, which is great. And I'm not chastising them for it, but... 
they came at the night of a Halloween party with a bunch of fucking graduate college students, which uh, not the best to have a sober religious couple on the grounds of our two acre property in this fucking 1914 cottage house that we lived in. Uh, and you know, it's a, can we park our camper there? He parked his camper there. They parked their camper there. And it was just awkward. And I told my wife at the time then, I said, you know what? I'm still going to have a fucking, we're still having a party. I'm going to be drinking alcohol heavily. Um, most other people will be drinking alcohol heavily. We're going to have a bonfire in the pit that I dug out underneath a fantastic oak tree where the father-in-law or father and mother-in-law parked the camper. I said, we're still doing this. I don't give a shit. Right. It's still happening. My wife said, all right, I know it was kind of a weird out of the, out of nowhere trip. Uh, doesn't talk to her father that much, but can't say no either at the same time to parking on our land for four or five days while they move on to some other weird religious pyramid scheme. So uh, they're there and I'm just, I'm letting it loose, right? They're kind of trying to hang out, mingle. Some of my friends, pseudo friends are kind of like, who's that old guy over there? But that's my, that's my father-in-law. That's my wife's mother-in-law. You know, it was awkward to say the least. And eventually they went to sleep the party wound down. I think I fell over three or four times. It was it was a great night. And I remember going to bed. My wife was already in bed. My son was asleep, like I said. The party is dwindling. People were leaving. People camped out in our yard, which is fine. And I remember just kind of going into the bathroom, kind of washing up, trying to pull some fur off my hair. And if you ever use spirit gum on your face, it's not the easiest to take off. It hurts. But when you're inebriated... And you're not really thinking about it. You just rip it. So I ripped all my fur off. I kind of threw it in the trash can, I think. Maybe got some of the brown face off my skin. And then I went to sleep. And for whatever reason, I was wearing these, like I said, my wife's tight, tight, tight Levi's. And I remember just pulling them down before I got in the bed. And when I pulled them down, my underwear came off with them. So I just fell asleep. I passed out. I passed out. No underwear. No jeans on and a shirt. I think I was still wearing my fucking uh, uh, tracksuit jacket. Uh, and at, at some point in the middle of the night, I woke up to take a leak. And I'm walking downstairs, old creaky house, listen to my son sleeping, make sure he's okay. Everybody's asleep outside. You know, the lights are off. We locked the door. Everything was fine. I'm walking to the bathroom and I see the trailer of my father-in-law outside still. I'm like, huh, you know, I, I forgot, I kind of forgot they were there, but they're still there. And I look down, I'm not wearing any pants. So my little wolf dick is just fucking sashaying side to side. I'm just walking through my house with my fucking loose dick flopping left and right, up and down, side to side, what have you. Um, and I kind of had a moment where like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Took a piss, went back upstairs, and then fell asleep again, yet half naked. And when I woke up the next morning, I was wondering, why don't I have, why don't I have any pants on? Why is my dick out? And why is there a trailer in my front yard? Um, 
Well, that was another one. That was Halloween 2007 or 8, I believe. I think that's what it was. And that brings us here now into 2020. Fuck. Do you guys ever get like a ring in your ear? Out of nowhere? The fuck was that? It's like one ringing ear. Um, yeah, 2020. So this brings us now to 2020 Pumpkin Patch. And what I wrote in my uh, pretentious notebook here is pumpkin patch family dildos. Uh, California pumpkin patch prices were retards for living here. Absolute retards. There was no reward to living here. There's just none. All right. That's not a good, that's not a um, shining light. That's not a uh, um, positive like this podcast usually is, right? That's not positive in nature. Uh, but 2020. So we live in a place where it's 90 degrees constantly obviously now i guess this is just what what it is now that's what this fucking state is the entire state of california has become a desert uh and there is no uh reprieve from uh, uh weather it's gonna be hot through next uh, thanksgiving i don't think it's gonna snow again ever uh in this state uh, or maybe it will maybe it'll be a fucking onslaught maybe we'll just have like 87 inches of rain in the month of uh, December. Maybe we'll have uh, 24 inches of snow in a weekend in December. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But right now, it's still fucking 80-something degrees. Last week was in the fucking 90s, like mid-90s. Not good for middle October, all right? So it doesn't feel like Halloween yet. It just doesn't. Uh, The mornings are kind of cooling off. The evenings are kind of cooling off. The leaves are kind of changing and falling, but there, there's still no change in like the heat of the day. Um, and what we did on Sunday, which was stupid, uh, we went to a pumpkin patch. And we went to a pumpkin patch when everybody else in the fucking free world of this county was also going to the pumpkin patch. And it's a great place. I went there with my daughter, her second, she, she went to a two-year kindergarten school. So once we moved from up north, we came down here. It was her second year of kindergarten. And I went to the pumpkin patch on a school day. And it was great. Uh, no one was there. It was closed off. It was just a meeting uh, for uh, school kids, you know, or a place for school kids to, to run around. We went uh, into uh, corn mazes. Uh, she climbed up these hay bale kind of mountain. Uh, she went into a kind of sand pit of corn uh, niblets, I guess, non-cooked. That'd be creepy if they were cooked uh, cream of corn, but that'd be like fucking mud wrestling. But that'd be some weird stripper bar in fucking Nebraska. But it was great. It was fantastic. Lovely time. Looked at animals, horse, horses, uh, mini horses. Is there a mini cow? Uh, uh, calves, I guess. Uh, fucking chickens and lambs and roosters and shit. Anyways, great. Then we go there now on Sunday and it's a fucking fiasco. It's like a Disneyland in a dirt field. Uh, they have uh, horse rides. They have corn mazes, they have lemonade for sale, they have uh, kettle corn and fucking funnel cakes and all this shit, right? Normal, normal pumpkin patch, but with like 500 people there. And what we saw, what I know about this county, it's fucking expensive, stupidly expensive, dumb expensive, fucking uh, egregiously expensive. It irks me to no end, like most things do. 
But I'm like, oh, you know what? I was sober for five or six or seven. I, mean, I was sober for like a week. No, no drinks. I, my first Friday in a long time, probably 20 something years, 20 years at least, I didn't have a drink on Friday at all. No alcohol, right? No alcohol on a Friday. On Saturday, I woke up. I'm going to go to a bookstore. Went to a bookstore, a used bookstore, mind you. And books in this fucking county at a used bookstore are still $8. Who the fuck is going to buy an $8 used book? I might as well go to Barnes & Noble. Is this the reason why Amazon is still fucking Amazon? Why the fuck would you sell a used book for $8? Because it's fucking pretentious. It's a shitty part of the world. All right. That said, didn't buy a book because I'm not buying an $8 fucking used book. Pumpkin patch the next day. And I knew it was going to be expensive. We all knew it. We all know where we live. We all know the circumstances ahead of us. We all know it's just going to be a fucking shitty, shitty day. But fun, because it's a pumpkin patch. 88 degrees, probably dipping towards 90. Not dipping, rising towards 90. Rising towards 90 degrees. Go to the pumpkin patch. Parking's fucking ridiculous. Didn't they, luckily they didn't charge for that shit, but we we fucking park, walk eighteen miles to get to the fucking pumpkin patch. We're behind the slowest people you could possibly be behind ever. Put your fucking kid on the ground or bring a goddamn stroller. If your kid is two and they can't fucking walk, pick the motherfucker up. All right, put it in a stroller, fucking backpack carrier. Get some fucking muscles. All right, get some ab work. Pick your fucking kid up. But we're, we're walking behind these slow people. Get to the pumpkin patch. And then I look at the pumpkins. And they have this display right when you walk in. And I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a huge fan of Halloween. I'm a huge fan of pumpkin patches. But not this particular one. And not pumpkin patches that turn it into like fucking Knott's Berry Farm. I, I'm not into that. Simple, small, cheap. A pumpkin should not be $9, no matter what. But I see the display of pumpkins. You see the fucking large pumpkins. $22 for a fucking pumpkin bigger, probably I'd say 15 pounds plus, maybe. $22 for a fucking pumpkin. Then it go it decreases in price from there. $22, $18 for a smaller pumpkin, $15 for a little smaller, $9, seven, four, three, whatever all the way down and we're going through this fucking pumpkin patch like a bunch of fucking idiots and i'm sure they just shipped the pumpkins there i don't think they grew them maybe they did they had vines but none of the pumpkins were on vines which is kind of weird were the vines just decoration maybe they just had a fucking dump trucks of pumpkins come from uh fucking bolivia and they just dump pumpkins down uh into the uh, into the field for people to spend 27 dollars on so we buy a pumpkin and my daughter's looking at one. I'm like, oh, that, that one has a, I'm a thing. I'm, I'm a sucker for uh, uh, stocks, right? I like the long fucking uh, uh, stocks on the pumpkin. I like the, the, you know, when you carve it, you can pull it off by the fucking, what's the, is that the word stock? The fucking goddamn thing you pull the pumpkin up by. Um, so I'm looking for one. Oh, this one looks good. This one, oh, I don't want that one. She picks one. It's fine. And then I'm like, all right, this is like a medium size. I'm thinking eight, ten dollars. Then she wants she wants a balloon, a fucking uh, 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 yeah, balloon. The fucking people who make balloons, fucking carnival balloons. 
And she wants, I, oh, I want a balloon. I want a, a balloon creature. So we look at the line. It's long. Like every fucking thing in this goddamn county is long. Everything is long. Nothing's short. Nothing's cheap. Nothing at all. Do you guys hear me? Nothing. So she wants a balloon animal. It's about 45 minute wait for a fucking balloon animal. And then I'm, I'm like, you know what? I don't think we're going to do this. I look at the prices. $10 for a fucking balloon animal. Or $7 for a smaller one. And I'm looking at the line. I'm looking at these fucking pretentious, shitty, yuppie people in front of us. I'm like, why are you spending $10 on a fucking balloon? But we were doing the same thing. So I'm no better or no worse. But after 10 minutes of waiting in the hot, blasting sun, and if you think if you're, you would think if you're buying a $10 balloon, a $29 pumpkin, they would, they would put some fucking goddamn uh, shade up. Put a goddamn easy up over the fucking line. You're making hand over fist on a fucking 30 cent pumpkin and a fucking balloon that is choking a goddamn seagull right now. You're making hand over fist on a fucking $12 lemonade and a fucking uh, bag of kettle corn for $10. Put a fucking easy up. Put that in your archive for next year. All right? Put it in your arsenal for next year. Put some fucking easy ups. Put some shade in this 89 degree fucking goddamn weather in California. But they don't. So after about 10 minutes of waiting, we're like, you know what, honey? Sweetie, little sweetie pie. We're not going to do the balloon today, all right? But what do we do? We do a fucking horse ride. A mini horse ride, $10. She goes around like fucking uh, half a time. Fucking kids are crying. If you're a parent and you put a fucking six-month-old or a year-old baby on a horse, you deserve to die. That horse should eat you and your child. If you put a child under two years old on a horse, you should not live. You should get thrown into in, the manure. Your child should get their head dipped in horse shit. And that's it. That's the end of the line for you. There's babies crying on this fucking little corralled horse. Rusty fucking uh, uh, buster fucking uh, 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 peanut. Whatever the fucking goddamn horse's name were. They're miserable. Miserable little mini horses. And you have a crying fucking one-year-old on its back. Was walking in a fucking circle trying to find his goddamn carrot you should die as a parent and that child should not live any longer all right it's fucking uh it's it's survival of the fittest it's darwinism don't do it and it ruined my daughter's my lovely lovely beautiful daughter's experience because she had fucking crying babies all around her and she's like i'm seven i'm on a horse yes you should be on a horse fucking 17 months old Baby should not be on a horse. Uh, that was $10. And then if you wanted to get a, a, a photo package, if you wanted to get some pictures with that fucking, uh, with Buster or Rusty or Peanut, that was another $20. But we didn't get that because we took pictures with our fucking phone because we're normal people. Then, of course, can we get food? Can we get a snack? No. Lemonade, $8. Nope. Kettle corn, like I said, $10. Nope. A fucking corn dog, Fucking John Holmes dick-sized corn dog for 12 No, you're not getting that. So what did we do? We left, sweat my balls off. I'm fucking uh, uh, red-faced like usual. 
I'm fucking holding a pumpkin for 27 minutes to pay for it. Pay in, I'm waiting in line to buy an $8 pumpkin for fucking 25 minutes. And once we get back to the car, right? Okay, kids need ice cream. Go to ice cream. Go to Cold Stone. 10 bucks for ice cream. When at the fucking pumpkin patch, they'd probably charge $27 for ice cream. All right? I'll go to Cold Stone and do that every single time rather than go to the fucking pumpkin patch to buy shit. Right? Corn maze. Oh, $8 a person. Oh, for a family of four, that's only $32 to go through a fucking corn maze. You cunts. What the fuck are you thinking? That is ridiculous. All right. So that's what we did. Um, and then, yes, you know, like I said, there's it, it, it's fun. Fun season. Love it. Love it. Still sweating in my garage. Still sweat my ass off. 80 fucking 7 degrees still. Flies buzzing around me. My dog's panting. I want to punch the punching bag. But it's too hot. I don't know what to do. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then pumpkin patch family dildos. Oh, do you want to get some ice cream? Yes, I would love some ice cream. Oh, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Would you like a sandwich? Oh, a sandwich sounds good. Let's go get lunch. Oh, yes. And I had to kick people off a fucking table. My son got a table. We put all our shit on a fucking table. And people sat right down. And I said, excuse me. This is our table. My daughter's on a horse. We're coming over to eat. Do you see the fucking backpack? And the, uh, and the fucking igloo bag with our food in it? Because we're fucking cheap-ass Jews? Do you see shit on the table? Water bottles. Spaced out. But you still sit down? And then once they get up, they stand two feet away? Get the fuck out of here. This is a table. It's a table for us that we fucking took over. All right? Get away from our fucking table, you family dildos. Oh, would you like to get a smoothie? I love a smoothie. Kids, do you want some popcorn? Yes, Daddy. Yes, I would love some popcorn. Okay, let's go get some popcorn. Honey, should we get popcorn? Oh, yes, I think you should go get popcorn. Okay. And that guy's heart will burst. He's just going to have a heart attack when he leaves. And I hope he does. Because you shouldn't be a family man. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible existence. But I like pumpkin patches. I am a family dildo. People looking at me there be like, look at this fucking asshole. He's wearing a black shirt, which I stupidly did. He's, he's, he's fucking angry because he's uh, buying a $10 pony ride. Uh, he's standing in line for 30 minutes to buy a fucking $8 pumpkin. And yeah, he doesn't look happy. That doesn't look happy at all. So I am a family dildo. And I went to Trader Joe's to go shopping later after the pumpkin patch. I got two pumpkins for $4. So I got an $8 pumpkin that's not worth $8 and then two pumpkins for $4 that I can carve. And we're going to carve next week. All right? Oh, God. Just trying to find reasons to live here. Trying to find reasons to stay here. Uh, Trying to find ways where your money can stretch a little bit further in this area. Not easy when you're spending $29 on fucking pumpkins. And you got your fucking uh, $19 lemonade with your fucking uh, fucking corn dog. You got to stick up your coochie. Not worth it. Not fucking worth it. I miss small. I miss cheap. I miss weather. That's what I miss. I miss fucking weather. I want 50 degree days. Even 40 degree. I'm, I want snow. I want ice. I want uh, rain, sleet, 
fucking stick a fucking icicle up my uh, dick hole. That's what I want. I want all of those things, but they're not here because it's just a blazing sun that will not die. It just it's a blazing weather and fire heat that just won't go away. All right, but fair is fair. Watch the legend Billy Jean. Get yourself some horror movies, even if you don't like them. Come on, it's fucking 2020. We got about two weeks until election when shit hits the fan and the sun probably will explode. All right? And we won't have to worry about any of this anymore. Nothing will matter. Nothing will matter anymore. And that's just day to day. That is just day to day. So I'll talk to you guys next time for another positive edition of Domestic Dawn. Take care. Live life. Happy Halloween. Love you.